0: I want to take as a text today, Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20. And for a subject, I'd like for us to focus on an outfit for the ages. Let us pray. Oh Lord, bless us as you, we look into your word today, that your word may look into our hearts. And we pray it for Christ's sake. Amen. During the past several weeks, our pastor has been leading us in a series of sermons through the book of Ephesians. It's been very enlightening, very helpful spiritually, and uh, theologically we've understood some things about God and about Jesus Christ and about ourselves as we have made that journey. To begin that this morning, I would like to make uh, two or three observations. And as Tommy has said to us, first of all, Paul wrote this letter, or at least somebody close to him as he would say, and this letter was written from prison. So the first thing I would like to remind us of that Paul is sitting there chained to a soldier who is responsible for his security. And in my mind, I can see Paul looking at that soldier constantly. And in his mind, this analogy forms between the outfit of that soldier and the dress or outfit that Christians wear for the ages. That's the first thing I'd like for us to think about this morning and, and see the connection between these two outfits. Secondly, may I remind us all that just because we put on an outfit, we are not automatically a soldier. You can dress in a business suit in the morning but that doesn't necessarily make you a strong businesswoman in the community. I can put on a football uniform and proclaim myself as a great quarterback, but that doesn't make me a great football player. I can put on a stole and a robe and a collar And call myself reverend. But that doesn't make me a pastor or an ordained minister. So the second observation I have this morning is to ask us to remember that saying we wear the uniform doesn't necessarily make the uniform a reality. And the third thing is In spite of that negative word, the third thing is that this uniform is something that is very positive. It is a kind of of experience of wearing the character and the nobleness and the strength and the power of God, which for us Christians is a necessity. And so I want to go through the items in this uniform as Nancy described them. I can't do it as good as Nancy, of course. But I do want to, and thank you for that, I do want for us to look at these items in order. And first of all, Paul says, Girt yourself with a belt. There is the belt. And the belt was a means whereby... These long robes that sometimes were worn with these outfits, and that cape, it was able to be girded up so that the uh, soldier would not trip over it and would be able to function. The belt also held up the weapons, the canteen, and other necessities. I assume some food, perhaps. Paul says that we wear a belt as well and the belt is truth many people refer to the truth here as the gospel the gospel is the truth about who god is who we are how god relates to us and what god means to us and what we mean to god and sometimes that's not an easy reality to experience do you remember when jesus stood before pilate Jesus was asked by uh, the procurator there uh, who he was. And he said, I've come to bear witness to the truth. And then Pilate said, what is truth? What is truth? We know know how difficult it is to come to the truth and to understand the uh, the truth and to live by the truth. So, gird yourself with this belt, it's for the ages, the belt of truth. And then there is the uh, breastplate of righteousness, breastplate of righteousness. The breastplate was a series of scales, and I think it is portrayed there accurately, scales that would protect the vital organs so that if the enemy attacked and used a weapon it would be much difficulty in penetrating into the heart and the lungs and so forth. The breastplate Paul says that we wear in this outfit for the ages is the breastplate of righteousness, and righteousness is the experience of being made right. By God. It is a gift that God gives to us, but there is another side to it. It's a coin with two sides, it's a breastplate with two sides. It's what God does for us, but the scripture is very clear that it includes our also response to that righteousness. So receive God's breastplate, receive it, but wear it honorably and acknowledge through your witness what that means. And then the next thing we move to are the sandals or the shoes. Now, friends, these are not flip-flops that we're talking about. These were shoes that had spikes that would go into the ground and uh, I like to compare it sometimes to the old golf shoes that people used to wear. It was secure at your feet so that you would have a firm foundation. Uh, You would not fall. Very helpful. But the shoes here that the apostle is speaking about is the preparation of the gospel. The gospel is the good news that God loves us. It is a word that we are to bear in our witness And so the outfit for the ages includes these shoes, these sandals, which remind us to be prepared always and for all times and with every ounce of energy in us to be ready to go and to go for God. So those are three of the items. Let's see the next item here in this. Is the shield of faith. And I like the way this shield is portrayed in this uh, screen because, uh, in the original language, the shield is not some little six or eight inch uh, uh, piece of metal or wood that's used to be some kind of protection. This shield is a shield that covers the entire body, it's a protective item one that is very helpful experientially. But the, 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 the shield here in this uniform for the ages, this outfit for the ages, is a shield of faith. Do you remember in Hebrews the Bible says, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of not seen? Faith is not a visible reality, but as an invisible reality, it's the most powerful thing in the world along with the love of God. So take the shield of faith, dress up in the morning when you go out to face the world and carry the shield with you. We have one other item here, and it's the helmet of salvation. The helmet of salvation. The helmet, of course, was protect the head, uh, protect the central nerve system, uh, the computer of the human body, you might say. So it's important that the head not be injured, and the helmet serve the function Of preparing one for whatever assault might come. Through the years of my own life, I think I have had to learn how important it is to learn the right things, to stay focused in your mind on what is important. And one of the greatest lessons that I've had to learn is to keep my attitude And the attitude is focused here. It is so easy to be negative. I guess you could be negative about grandchildren. Some people are just born in a negative mood in the objective case. That's just the way they are. Put on this helmet with the knowledge that your mind is healed and transformed and converted and go forth. Will your mind focused on the things of God? The sword of the Spirit, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. I believe it was the Psalmist who said, "I've hidden my, I've hidden your Word in my heart, that I may not sin against God." And in Hebrews again. The sword of the Spirit is the Word of God, which is sharper than any two-edged sword. The Word of God will do the work of the Spirit. So don't leave that out and carry that part of the uniform with you daily. That's the Word God is speaking to me. Now let me close with two or three observations as I begin. First of all, this, this, this uniform for the ages, this outfit is important. First of all, because the world is not a playground. The world is a battleground. Now, we enjoy the world We enjoy our friends and our families. We enjoy our jobs. There's a lot of fun. There's a lot of playtime. But all of life is not a playground, it's a place where we work hard to fulfill God's calling on our lives. We face the enemy daily. So I think, in preparation for wearing the uniform, remember, life is not a playground. It's a battlefield. And then secondly, you cannot be prepared unless you put this outfit on. You wouldn't go out without being properly dressed. Well, sometimes we might not. (laughs) Be prepared always. And that involves wearing this uniform. And then the final thing I want to say that I've had to learn through the years is don't give the opposition opposition, don't give the opposition too much credit. Sometimes we'll say the devil made me do it. And sometimes we say well I just couldn't control that as if there was a power in the world that's stronger than the God that we profess to be in charge of our lives so I would encourage you to dress up in this uniform and don't give the enemy too much credit because you have the real power to affect the world for the good of God. To God be the honor, now and forevermore, amen.